Can you build a successful remote digital marketing agency outside the US? Well, on this episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast, I sat down with someone who's doing exactly that. His name is Yella DeFlyer, and Yella is in the Belgium market space, and he has been crushing it with his agency. He's only been in RM for a short amount of time, but the systems, the strategies, the processes, the aha moments he've had have revolutionized his business. And on this episode, he's going to spill the beans and share with you exactly how he's doing it. So wherever you're at, grab a pen, grab a notepad, grab a cool drink, sit down and enjoy this episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. You're listening to the Remote Millionaires Podcast, the show for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking to create and scale six and seven figure success online without being chained to a job, location, or computer. That's right. We're going to show you how to build wealth from anywhere. I'm your host, Tom Gaddis. Let's dive in. All right. Welcome to the Remote Millionaires Podcast. Yella, how's it going, my friend? Hey, man, uh, it's going pretty well. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm excited to have you here. I know you were talking right before we hopped on the call that you just finished up a sales call with a potential 4000 a month client. Yeah, exactly. That's exciting? Yeah, definitely exciting. So uh, I decided to niche down into the real estate industry. Basically, what we are doing, our agency is focused around PPC advertising and Facebook marketing. Uh, combined with automated follow-up, basically with WhatsApp chatbots. And uh, we decided to create a program specifically for the real estate industry where we also follow up on their leads. And this is actually something that Jason, Jason from the Remote Millionaires program taught me. Like if you can find a way to follow up on the leads that you create for a client then you take away a lot of frustration and time from the client. And also you will you know, improve their success rate because you will always be happy to follow up on their leads while business owners don't always have you know, the charisma, so to speak, to, uh, to talk to everyone. So yeah, we basically created a package, a 4K package per month for that. And it seems that tomorrow we'll have our first client for that. So Super excited. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome traction. Well, why don't we start off a little bit by telling uh, listeners, you know, I know you're not located in the U.S., so why don't you tell listeners about where you're operating and just kind of how you got into this digital marketing space, and then we'll just sort of take it from there. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm not going to tell my whole, whole life story, but I started working as a software engineer uh, seven years ago. I didn't like the nine to five mentality and uh, how do you say that, like the company politics. Yep. So I wanted to start my own business where I would have the freedom to decide, um, you know, how I live my life and how I live my business, so to speak. So I started a marketing business about uh, one year ago. Yeah, I'm located in Belgium. It's a very small country in, uh, in Europe. Probably not a lot of people have heard about it, but uh, yeah, so that's where I'm from. Yeah, that's about it. I started one year ago and then I learned about the Remote Millionaires program basically through a Facebook ad, introduced me into the offline shark system. And then I had a conversation with someone of the RM package and well, here we are. Awesome. So when you when you started your agency, what kind of services and things were you focused on then? 
Um, I'm still kind of doing the same. So I was focused on Facebook marketing from the start and I'm still doing Facebook marketing, but I also do a bit of web design, but it's mainly focused around uh, lead generation. So that means PPC advertising and Facebook advertising uh, 90% of the time. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I know one thing that is probably of interest to other listeners that are overseas because, you know, we and we get this question a lot. They always want to know, like, well, can I really do this in my area? And you mentioned Belgium is a small area, like you're in the Belgium's kind of Netherlands area, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dutch native speakers. Yeah. What what have you seen for like the opportunity that's there? Like, has it, you know, has it been a challenge to 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 find clients or have you found there's opportunity around? It's just a matter of kind of digging for it and and finding those uh, ideal clients that you want to work with. Businesses are everywhere, yep. you know, so that means that even if you live in a small town, I live in a small town and I still can do business. So for local marketing, you can pretty much hit everybody up um, that needs marketing. So there's definitely enough opportunity to find clients. So I have never really had an issue with finding clients, even though we're in a small country. That's great. That's great. Well, one of the things I know too that that you know one of the issues that you deal with because you're in a Dutch speaking market, and a lot of mm-hmm. um, you know when it comes to like outsourcing, which is something we really teach inside Remote Millionaires, uh, you know we kind of yes. target using outsourcers like on Upwork and and overseas and things like that. And one of the issues that yes. you run into is getting your content and your your assets in the Dutch speaking language. So maybe you can talk a yes. little bit about listeners about how you've done that and, and you know, how you've been able to kind of keep that profitable. Um, Cause I know yeah. some people I think kind of get concerned like, Oh, it's going to cost me a lot of money to have this done on my own thing. So why don't you give listeners a little insight into how you're doing that? Uh, so basically I would categorize that into two categories. Like, first of all, if you're talking about web design, then what you can do is basically get someone overseas from Upwork or another platform, have them design the whole website in English, and then hire a Dutch copywriter or do it yourself to basically translate the site. And, um, you know, that might seem like a hassle, but if you're talking about margins, then I think that maybe in the US you would have a, a bigger margin that you can take on outsourcing a website, but it's still very profitable to do it this way. So that's one thing. And the other thing is that if you're talking about advertising specifically, so for example, Facebook marketing or uh, PPC advertising, um, one of the things that you uh, get teached in a remote millionaires package is basically to find people that you can train. So what I did was there is a Dutch platform, a freelancer platform, and what I did is I, I made the same kind of job post that we uh, that we learn, right? Mm-hmm. But I took people who were less experienced, and because I know Facebook marketing and PPC advertising, I basically teach them, and I still get away with a very low price that they charge for every project that they do under my agency, and um, 
you know, in terms of time, if they do two, three, four or five projects, then they become good at it and they earn a substantial amount as a freelancer that they weren't, you know, earning before. So again, it's like, it's not exactly like uh, how you would do it overseas and do it in an, in an English language, but there's definitely a workaround. And I can say from my experience that I'm still earning good money, um, even though it's not exactly as it's being, you know, taught in uh, or teached in the RM package. So yeah, yeah, and when you talk about the margins, I mean, you're you're talking like you're still doing you know fifty percent margins on things that you're selling, sure. which is fan. I mean, if you told any business owner you can get a fifty percent margin, they'd be like, awesome, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. we get a little skewed when we say when we see bigger margins, but like that's still a fantastic margin. Of and, course, and again your strategy of, of finding people and training them up, I think is so important because yes. a lot of times we want to go for the experts, the people that know everything they're doing. And that can be a good path uh, if you mm -hmm. don't have that skill set. But also too, if you're willing to put some time in and learn the skill set yourself, you can train those people yes. up and, and work in a lot better margins. Yeah, exactly. And also like we're um, talking about fulfillment but when it comes to sales, for example, I followed the exact thing that uh, was teached in RM. And now I have two appointment setters and two salespeople uh, that are working for me on a commission-based and a very low, uh, how do you say that, recurring... Um, like base pay. Payment, base payment, yep. yeah, exactly. And something that I, I wanted to bump, uh, point out in the podcast as well is that, you know, only that... <laughs> like only the sales guys that are doing all that work for me has changed my business completely. I mean, honestly, it saved me up so much time that I can just, you know, do fulfillment work on, on work on my business. And, you know, you have to pay them, obviously. But something that stood out for me in the course was that Nick said something like, you know, it's a wonderful feeling if you get an email in the morning that another client is signed up. Yeah, And that happened to me like last week, the first time that I just was completely out of doing this work myself. And I just, someone hit me up like, yo, we got a new client. And that is just really, <laughs> that's amazing. It's life changing, but, right? Like you get that person, you're like, oh my God, I didn't have anything to do with that. And now we have this client, like it really does make a big difference. Yeah, yeah Let's yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your prospecting process. So what sure. is the process that you've been... I know you brought the appointment setters on uh, recently, yeah. but what's the process you're using to go out and find those clients and bring them in? Uh, so I basically have an, um, a system for that. So I have someone overseas that will create a list. Mm -hmm. Then I pay a Dutch VA to clean up that list. And that costs me about... 700 euros in total, I think, for a complete list of 2,000 ver uh, verified uh, businesses uh, in an Excel sheet, you know. So then what I do then is I um, integrate this list into Go High Level. This is a software that you will learn to use in the RM package, which is fantastic. Um, this list gets, you know, integrated into Go High Level. And then uh, the people that do the appointments, they will just wake up in the morning. I text them. I send them like a meme or, you know, something funny or I talk to them. I kind of, you know, boost their motivation. 
Um, and they just call. They, they call all the businesses. We have a script, also something that you can learn inside RM. Uh, we have a script and they try to book an appointment with one of the sales guys. So that looks like uh, they just do it automatically in uh, go high level. And then there's an automation that will send emails to the sales guys. Like, you know, that's when you have an, a new appointment, a video call with Zoom. So the sales guy, he will go into the Zoom meeting. He will do the sales discovery call with the uh, prospect. And then, yeah, if there's if he's able to close them directly on the call, great. If there is more follow-up needed, then they will schedule a follow-up um, appointment. And then they, they will actually handle the whole follow-up process, uh, process with them uh, into a paying client. That's kind of how I do it right now, but I'm setting up, um, I'm setting up ads for myself as well. Because let's face it, I mean, even though I have someone for cold calling right now, it's still, you know, you have to, you really have to have the stomach for it to, uh, to do the work. And I, you know, honestly, I made literally thousands of cold calls before I started, started hiring people. And um, I look up to my people that do it for me. You know, I, I really, I pay them well and I motivate them. But um, I want another way basically to get incoming leads into my CRM or, or pipeline. So I'm going to start advertising um, as well. Yeah, well, I think that process you just laid out there is really important because there's a couple of things. One, because you've done it yourself, you have a real appreciation for mm -hmm. what goes into it and what it takes. One, you understand the process, all of that stuff. So you can yeah. communicate that to your team, but also it gives you that appreciation of what they're doing and how important yeah. it is. And, yeah. and the fact that you just don't have to do it is like, this is great. Like, I love you because you're, you're, I don't have to do this part, right? Life. The second thing you talked about there too is like you're, you're working two processes in tandem. So, you know, you're using the cold calling and the outreach initially to get some traction and get things going. That way you can build in these other layers. And yeah. I think that that process is important because so many times people think like, oh, I just have to be doing this all at the start. Like it has to all be happening at one time, but an actual business doesn't work that way. Like you start with one thing, you get good at that one thing, and then you start to layer those other things in there. So I think yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah, great. Yeah. What's, um, what were the problems? Like when you came into RM, what were the problems that you were looking to solve with the, with the RM program? Like, you know what? Cause obviously you, you had your business going, you were getting clients, right? Yeah. Like you were getting clients. So what were the things that you were really looking to kind of um, take from RM to transform that business into what ideally you wanted it to be like? Yeah, well, uh, two things actually. So uh, the first thing I wanted was I, was, I, I wanted to be able to scale. Uh, so I wanted more business basically. And also the thing that was holding me back was time. So I was doing, let's see, I was doing about six hours of cold calling on Monday and Tuesday. And then uh, I would try to get about 10 to 15 appointments each week on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. And that would have to happen at the business hours, the working hours, right? So all my fulfillment work was then done by getting up early at 5 a.m. And for example doing fulfillment from seven to nine, then from nine to blah, 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 cold call. 
And then from 5 p.m., I would stop cold calling or, or doing appointments. And then I would work on fulfillment even more. So as you already can sense, that is pretty intensive. Um, and yeah, I, I was basically founding, uh, trying to find another way to run my business. So the moment that RM showed me basically like, you know, you don't have to do this all by yourself. You can start outsourcing people. That was really great. Also, like the sales guys, they work on a very low baseline, but they work on commission also. So that means that I don't have to pay them unless they close deals. And that was also something that was a very big eye-opener for my perspective because I really didn't think about it that way. So if you were to ask me, like, like for anyone who wants to start a business or maybe not from the start, but like in the very first three to four months, you could hire a sales team on commission and give them a very low baseline and just build your business through them. So if, if I would have done anything differently in the past, then I would definitely have uh, taken that step earlier and not wait for a whole year to to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's always a common thing. That was it was that way for us too. We were like, once we started hiring people, like, why did we wait so long to do this? <laughs> we were like, because, and I think part of that is like just the mental block you have in that situation, right? Like, one, typically when you're starting a business, you're strapped for cash, you're trying to get traction, you're trying to build things up, and it's really hard not to just view everything as an expense, you know. But really, when we're talking about these people and bringing them in and doing this stuff, like it's an investment and a cost of doing yes. business that's necessary to yes. get you to where you want to go. And so yeah. were you averaging like 10 to 15 appointments a week? Is that what you were, you were doing? Well, yeah, it was kind of with periods, right? Yeah. So I would do, for example, I would do a very intensive period of three weeks of uh, prospecting. Then I would get a client or two clients. Then I would do a uh, onboarding and a setup, blah, blah, until I, uh, it's, you know, the recurring tasks that I have to do and not the startup. And then I would do it all over again until I had like eight to 10 clients. And that, you know, but it's pretty, like I said, it's very intensive. Like you do the startup, which is kind of stressful on its own because you have the client and expectations and you have to manage everything. But then when the client is started up, it's like, okay, let's go back to cold <laughs> yeah. calling for six hours a day and doing 10 appointments a week. All right, let's do it. Well, I think, you know, when you talk about that, that kind of like people call it the grind of starting a business, right? Like yeah, it's a one of the things that it's I think we tend to underestimate is like, that's really just not sustainable, right? It's not sustainable, no, like it, just your not. for your mental well-being. So it is super important. Exactly. Like, I think it's good. Like it's, it's awesome to be willing to put in that work in the beginning, but you always want to have your eye on the prize of not having to do that in the long yes. term, right? Like, knowing that this is a yeah. short-term solution to get some traction and yes. get going so that you don't have to do it long-term. Yeah, and also, like, um, from what I think is good is that if you start, it's kind of with advertising, it's the same thing. You start out with cold calling, then you get some business, you get some money, then you get people to cold call for, for you, you get a sales team, then you get even more money, and now you're making a substantial amount of money so that you can, for example, spend 5K on advertising for yourself. And once you get that system going, 
then eventually you, you don't really need anyone to cold call anymore because you can just shift to the advertising. But to advertise for yourself, you do really need some money up front. So you see, it's kind of like a stepping stone into the next uh, system. And yeah, let's face it. If you have money, everything becomes so much more... You're, you're able to move around, basically. That's the, the whole idea. Um, and maybe one thing else that I can add in there is that you don't, you're not good at everything you do. Something that is also a big eye-opener uh, for me, like last month, is like I can get a graphic designer and make ads for me or build a beautiful website for me because I don't, I'm not particularly good in the whole graphic design but I'm good at, you know, strategic thinking. So then you can really combine strengths, um, which is also great because at some point you're, if you're doing everything, then you're never going to be good at one thing, you know? So that's also very valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses and yeah. using the outsourcing to plug, to, to prop up those yes. weaknesses and, yes. and to make you stronger overall is yes. like, exactly it's 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 so important right so so yeah. important no i just wanted to point out that it's all it also gets a lot more fun that way because you're doing less things that you don't like to do that's the whole point right yeah <laughs> right well you, you, you actually get to a point where you're working on your business and not in your business yes. right like exactly. you're you're like oh i have this thing that's generating and i and like then you become excited to improve it you know like I, I try to, I tell so many R members in the beginning, like, look, when you're, when you're, when you're getting started, like forget about the scaling and all that stuff. Like, let's just focus on getting traction and cash flow. Right. Because like you said, cash flow makes everything easier when you're yes. sitting there with no money and nothing going on. It's very hard to try to figure things out. But when you have some cash flow, it becomes much easier because you have those resources to do the things you want and stuff like that. And again, you know, you're doing this in a, in a small, what a lot of people consider a smaller market. And so I think if anybody's listening to this episode and you're overseas and you've been, you know, wrestling with that question, like, should I target my area? Should I target the US? Those types of things. Like, use your area as a springboard, like Yella right. mentioned, to just build that process up. And then you can start doing that other stuff down the road. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Awesome. Well, is there any advice that you would give to anyone who's maybe listening to this overseas? that's trying to get their digital agency off the ground that you think would really um, help them move things forward? Um, well, not specifically for people overseas maybe, but in general as well, I'd like to share my, my vision of life, so to speak. Like my, uh, my company is called One Life Marketing and that's for a very good reason. Like, you know, no matter what age you are right now, you can still pull a lot of success off even within a time frame of like three months so it's just a matter of thinking about it executing it and just doing it you know even if you're overseas it doesn't really matter you can really create the life that you want and i think that everyone inside rm in the community as well can approve that statement like you you just have to be willing to put in the work at first Think well about what you're going to do and just try it. I mean, what do you have to lose? You only have one life. We're all going to die, obviously. So I don't want to spend my 
senior years in regret and I don't want anyone else to live their senior years in regret. So get off your butt and go for it. <laughs> That's my yeah, advice. Well, you're right. I mean that like, and, and I didn't even mention that, but like you haven't been in remote millionaires that long. And I've, I mean, I've seen the drastic change from the intro call we had to like how you're talking yeah. now and what you have going on in your business. And it, it has been a short amount of time. And the reality is like those three months were going to go by no matter what, right? Like yeah. you were going to, those three months are going to go by. It's just a matter of adjusting your focus and your habits and the actions exactly. you're taking to get to where you want to go. So I think that's excellent, excellent advice, man. Yella, yeah. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's been awesome sure. to watch your growth in the program. I'm excited. I'm excited for your first 4k client and to see you get more and more of those and to hear more about what you're doing in your business and how you're growing it and all that stuff. So thanks so much sure. for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Yeah. Awesome. And look, if you're listening to this episode and you enjoyed this episode with yellow, do us a favor, go to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us a review. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, I'll put uh, any links that are relevant to this episode on the uh, episode page, you can find those at remotemillionaires.com forward slash podcast. Yellow, this has been a great episode. Tons of golden nuggets. Really appreciate you hanging out with us. Thank you for listening to this episode. And I'll see you next week on another episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. See ya. Now, if what you heard today resonates with you and you want to continue the conversation, then I want to personally invite you to click the link below and schedule your free Remote Millionaires business development call, where we'll analyze your business and your situation and show you exactly how to accelerate your results and build a wildly successful business you can run from anywhere. Until next time. 